Spotify. This is It All Adds Up, the podcast that saves you all the money on all the things. Okay, welcome to the second episode of It All Adds Up. I'm Lizzie, and today I'm joined by my brother, John. Hey. So in last week's episode, we figured out how to reduce John's toilet water expenses by up to $55 per year. So for our family of four, that would be annual savings of $220. And in this episode, we'll knock off another $200 a year that we're currently spending to power devices that we aren't even using. Hell yeah. For all of you that powered through our first episode and still decided to listen again this week, Wow. God bless. And like we mentioned before, we've been struggling to keep ourselves entertained during quarantine. I'm not even sure if there's anything good left for us to watch on Netflix. (laughs) Yeah, it's gotten to the point where I binge-watched the entire first season of Too Hot to Handle until 5 a.m. last night. Oh my. Hey, Team Harry and Francesca all the way. But anyway, in my deep 5 a.m. thoughts, I was wondering how much I spent on electricity to watch that series. Oh, that's interesting. Whenever I think about my TV expenses, I only think about cable bills and the cost of my Netflix subscription. But absolutely, you're right. I'm also paying for the electricity to power my TV and cable box or my laptop. Exactly. And the average American watches TV for 4 hours and 49 minutes every day. And that was the estimate before COVID. So I imagine these electricity expenses are not negligible. So TVs and cable boxes fall inside an electricity usage category called plug loads. And this is the electricity that is consumed by anything you plug into a normal 110-volt outlet. So that could be phone chargers, toasters, power tools, hair dryers, printers, coffee makers, and so on. And plug loads usually account for about 30% of the average electricity bill. So about $420 per year. But again, these numbers are all from pre-COVID data. Plus, device usage is becoming more common by the day, so the cost could very likely be higher than this. Very true. But for now, let's assume about $420 per year on plug loads. And it turns out, of those $420, almost $200 are classified as vampire loads. What does that even mean? Well, a vampire load is the electricity that a device consumes when no one's using it. So you're telling me that the average household spends $200 per year to power things they aren't even using? Yeah, pretty much. Damn, that's almost two months worth of electricity bills. So wait, there are almost 132 million households in the U.S. So that means as a country, we spend over $26 billion a year on electricity we don't even use. Yeah, pocket change. And to make it even worse, according to the World Bank, $26 billion is larger than the GDP of 105 countries. That's unbelievable. Well, I'd say we have a lot of potential for savings here. So where do we start? Well, cable boxes and TVs are huge culprits of vampire loads. Even if no one is watching TV, a plugged-in cable box remains on standby, and it continues to consume electricity to power the clock, record shows, and receive software updates. So keeping the TV and cable box plugged in 24-7 costs a household about $70 per year. And game consoles are another big device to watch for when it comes to vampire loads. Ah, okay, that makes sense. I also know that even devices that don't have standby mode still consume electricity when no one is using them. For example, if your phone charger is plugged into the wall, it consumes electricity that you're paying for even if your phone isn't plugged into the charger. 
And on the flip side of the phone charger example, if you keep your phone plugged in even after it's fully charged, it's still drawing electricity from the outlet. So to get rid of vampire loads, I just need to get rid of all my devices? How would I even spend my time? Uh, you could read a book? <laughs> nah. What else you got? Well, reducing the amount of devices you own would most likely reduce your overall plug loads. But to eliminate vampire loads, it's actually pretty simple. Just unplug all devices when you aren't using them. So you're saying that if mom, dad, you and I just remembered to unplug everything from the outlets, we save $200 a year? Yep, that's simple. I feel like we'll forget to do that all the time, though. Or what about the outlets that are hard to reach behind the couch? Well, a cheap option is to purchase a few power strips with the right size cords. If you plug all your devices into the power strip, all you have to do is switch off the power strip, and that prevents current from flowing to the devices, so there won't be any vampire loads when the power strip is off. But if the power is off, how am I going to record all my HGTV shows? Well, they also have fancier smart power strips that you can control from your phone or that can be turned on and off with timers. Some smart power strips even have the ability to use occupancy sensors to determine if you're in the room or not. Ah, perfect. I can also see smart power strips being super helpful if you forgot to turn the power strip off. But then those smart power strips themselves have to use some electricity to function. I guess you'd just have to make sure that the electricity to run the smart power strips is lower than the electricity cost you're saving from eliminating vampire loads. Exactly. And just by paying more attention to how you charge your devices, you can increase the battery life for things like phones, laptops, and power tools. A good strategy for better battery health is to unplug devices once they're fully charged. So overnight charging typically isn't recommended. It's also good to turn computers off when you won't be using them for a while, instead of leaving them in sleep mode. And if you're buying new devices like TVs or laptops, be sure to purchase Energy Star products or use the Energy Star product finder on their website. And in general, LED TVs will be the most efficient. And for the devices you use, you can always lower the brightness settings. Reducing a TV brightness by half can save about 30% of its operating electricity costs. Oh, for sure. And this goes for phone screens, too. Use low power mode, close out unused apps, and lower your brightness as much as you can without hurting your eyes. So, quick recap. All right, so the average household wastes about $200 per year to power devices that aren't even being used. If you unplug these devices when they aren't in use, that's $200 back in your pocket. And overall plug load costs can be further reduced with simple strategies like lowering screen brightness, charging devices only when needed, and using devices less frequently. And if we combine the $200 vampire load savings from this episode with the $220 toilet water savings for a family of four from last episode, our home is up to annual savings of $420 just after two episodes. But even if these financial savings can seem small, just remember, it all adds up. And be sure to follow us on social media. Our Instagram handle is it all adds up podcast. Our website is it all adds up podcast.com. And you can find us on Facebook at it all adds up the podcast. And a huge shout out to John for handling all of the audio work for this podcast. Follow his bands by searching Stray Tuesday or Mother of Earl on Spotify and Apple Music. So what's the first book you're going to read? Well, I'm really hoping Francesca from Too Hot to Handle comes out with a memoir. Classic. But really, 
what would you do with $26 billion? Hands down, infinite supply of bagel bites. Yum. Sounds delicious. Nice. Sick. Cool, bro. Okay, bye. <laughs> TTYL. Bye. Signing off. See ya.